everybody to another episode of the podcast to be named later i am noah hiles he is alex stumpf and alex a lot has changed this year but there are three guarantees in life my friend death taxes clayton kershaw choking in the playoffs it's it's unfortunate like i i, I know he was paying playing through pain in this one you know he was scratched from game two with the back spasms but he got out pitched by a kid who made like six starts in his career going in like definitively out pitched by someone who I had never heard of before like this is this is bad for Clayton like I don't know if Clayton's reputation could get any worse after game five in 2018 against the Red Sox like that was kind of like the okay no uh, matter what happens game he's not gonna- game five of the national series where he came in and allowed the home runs to lose it. That was at least out of a bullpen role. That was him going above and beyond. The Red Sox series was the, Hey, we need to win. We've got the best left-handed pitcher of his generation on the mound. Let's win this game. And he just gets shelled. And you hear again, you know, tie game late or in the middle innings, he gives it up again with, definitive hits. There wasn't a bloop or a bleeder in there. They were roped. Every single one. And that's... We're at the point with Clayton Kershaw that I don't think even if he wins a couple rings, he's ever going to be able to shed this this title. Like, he has to go just win the World Series MVP. Yeah, <laughs> Anything no. short like, of that. Like, Randy Johnson, 2001. Madison Bumgarner. Like, yeah. he needs to go on a tear like that or it just... It's... The thing about him, too, is I saw some people saying, like, well, they kept him in too long. He was hurt. Because he did. He only had, like, one earned run after, like, what, four or five innings? Five, yeah. This is Clayton Kershaw we're talking about. Mm-hmm. This isn't a guy you freaking baby. This is a first ballot Hall of Famer. You don't take him out early in any scenario. If he had four earned runs through five innings, I'm still saying, Clayton, it, it's a tie game. Get your ass back out there. That's why you pay him money. That's, I mean, that is what his job is. He's been the face of one of the biggest sports franchises in the world, not just in baseball, but just in the world. And he's the best one, probably top 10 pitchers of all time in regular season. But, and that's kind of what we're going to shift to in this conversation. How much has his postseason legacy? or has postseason failure affected his legacy? There are guys in other sports. You think of Dan Marino. You think of Charles Barkley. You think of Patrick Ewing. For Before before he finally got it done, Ovechkin was one that everyone brought up. Who never got the, that never got the ring. Never got a ring. And Kershaw. I mean, there's a lot for baseball. Because back in the day, only two teams used to make it to the playoffs. They just go straight to the World Series. And then it was four, like forever, until like mid-90s. Uh, so there's a lot of guys who don't have rings in baseball. But Kershaw, in an era where there are multiple wild cards, this year there's 16 teams in. And he's been on the best team year in and year out. And a lot of the big games that his team lost, costing them World Series titles. Pennants. It's it's on his shoulders. When when at what point in time? I mean, I guess we've already reached it. 
how how bad has this hurt his legacy, Alex? I how many great pitchers choked this bad in the postseason? And, and this is just going to be a pitcher conversation because hitters kind of get a buy. Like no one ever rips on Ken Griffey Jr. for never winning a World Series because you know he's only one guy. He was, he's only going to get one ninth of the plate appearances, whether it's right or wrong. It seems like position players kind of get a buy for a lot of stuff like that. Depending like the, on the team, do they're people on. really go after Barry Bonds because he never won a won a ring? Kind of, because it he played a definitive part and he couldn't throw out a guy who had two bad knees. Oh, okay, that was one time, and then he went absolutely bananas in '02. <laughs> he and Jeff Kent threw twenty three other guys yeah. on their backs and almost led the Giants to a World Series. They had Jason Schmidt. Calm down. Three guys, twenty two uh, other bodies. JT, JT Snow. Okay, that guy counts as an okay. <laughs> he was a gold right Glover. There. Gold Glover. I get what you're saying, though. Sorry. Yeah, but the pitchers, like, geez, just look at the guys that lost this year that we talked about last time, like Bob Gibson. Doesn't Bob Gibson that lost a game seven. Okay, in the World Series, you don't remember that because he he won two World Series MVPs on top of it, like. He, he, faltering at one point, but no, like you have a big game on the line. You give the ball to Bob Gibson. I mean, look at all the other guys. I mean, Cole, another great pitcher. Uh, You know, he lost a game five this year, but look at the elimination games. He won last year. He won a game five last year. He got, he, I think he won two games in the ALCS uh, and he won a game in the world series, a pivotal game. On the road, when the series was tied two games to two, you look at Tyler Glass now, a guy who. The other guy. How about yeah, his teammate? The other Charlie guy. Well, a guy like, who lost if... in the elimination game in game five, but they bring him in and he performs. You look at, I mean, there's just so many examples. Max Scherzer does not lose that game. Steven Strasburg does not lose that game. Max Every other Scherzer. pitcher. I, I think went down in baseball lore last year whenever he was scratched in game five and like he's doing the interview he's saying why he can't and he's like on a swivel chair, you know, having to like physically move his entire body because he cannot move his neck. And what does he do? He pitches game seven because you'll be damned if Max Scherzer is not gonna pitch game seven of the World Series and he turns in a really good start against the Houston Astros. Yeah. Like, there's stuff like there is nothing like that really for Clayton Kershaw. And he's had really good starts in the postseason. Like in 2016, I I, he, I think he threw like eight shutout innings against the Cubs in Chicago against the eventual World Series champions. No one remembers that. They just remember him getting hit in game six later in the series. Like you just remember the bad stuff with him. And, and maybe that's the market a little bit, you know, Los Angeles – and the fact that the Dodgers have never won, and, well, and he's Dave Roberts of- is one loss away from being fired, even though I personally think he's a top five manager in this game, for no other reason than just somebody's head has to roll after this many consecutive failures. And he's had so many opportunities as yeah. well. That's where I mean, there's been no other pitcher in our lifetime that we've seen pitch in as many big games as Clayton Kershaw. I mean, if you go through it, I mean, maybe Roger Clemens. Is the only other person I could think of. Maybe, yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe. I'm just trying to think. And then I mean, Roger, Roger only won one. With yeah. The Yankees. Yeah, 2000. If memory serves. Yeah. No, yeah, because yeah, it was 2000 with the Yankees. He, 
and, and let's be real here. Like Piazza. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, let's be real here with Roger Clemens in the World Series in two thousand. Like the Yankees were a pretty good team. They didn't need Roger Clemens. He was just no. along for the ride there. Yeah, I mean he contributed in I a mean, major he contributed, way. But but they could have won that World Series without they, Roger they Clemens. Were, so. I mean, take a look at that Yankees two thousand roster, and take a look at the Mets two thousand roster. Yes. A little bit of a different team. Now, granted, I mean, they lost to a Diamondbacks team that was inferior the next year. They had, But, I mean, they just had two studs on the mound and a roided out Luis Gonzalez. Uh, and then they lost to that Marlins team that we stand. Uh, but I don't know, man. It just sucks. Like, I, well, I, 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 I'm sorry. Just examples are popping in my head. Like, Pedro, my all-time favorite pitcher that I've been able to watch. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Absolutely. Okay. He was left in too long in 2003 in game seven. We, we could all agree about that. But he still gave up the homer. He still gave up the big hits, you know, on the line. There. No one remembers that. Like, I mean, they didn't they, even they, do that they, much they, in the 2004 postseason. Well, the thing is, people remember it because of the redemption. You know, like it's all part of the story where, like, he was left in too long. They chanted, who's your daddy? Because he foolishly said that. I mean, that was just one of the worst things you could possibly say. Like, of all fan to, fans, too, it's like, you're going to give Yankees fans that ammunition? That was nuts. Um, and you're in Boston? Yeah, and you're in Boston. <laughs> like, what are you doing, dude? But, uh, yeah, for him to come in and throw that scoreless inning in Game 7 and then be a part of that huge comeback, I mean, that erases the narrative. And... Yeah, there's just – I think we're out of time. Unless, unless you know, the Dodgers come back and win this. And this is on a Friday show, so maybe if they come back and win this tonight or over the weekend, maybe Monday our, our tone's different if Kershaw mm-hmm. pitches on short rest. But, I mean, he pitched in game four. So, best-case scenario, they're using him in the bullpen for game seven, right? They're More not going to pitch yeah. him. Yeah, and so and, – and I'll say this. While the Dodgers have looked atrocious for all of game one, eight innings in game two, and pretty much all of game four, this is a team that can come back from down 3-1. If I were to bet any money on any team that could come down from behind, this is the lineup. This is the lineup. There's not an easy out there, and they have good pitching. They can do it. It's just they haven't looked like they have the ability this series. The Braves look like a freaking juggernaut. Aside from game three, that was just like the one hole when you're golfing and you're getting pars every hole, and then all of a sudden you shoot like a 10. And you're like, well, you know, that was a heat check from God, like reminding me, hey, you're not Tiger Woods. That That's just kind of Tiger Woods, Braves. You see how I pulled that all together? <laughs> what a wonderful image. Yes. Uh, I love that so much. But yeah, poor Clayton Kershaw. It, it, I mean, he's still a first ballot Hall of Famer, still probably yeah. the best pitcher of our lifetime. Um, but, I mean, guys like Scherzer get that nod a little bit now. Like, they're getting closer. Probably, I mean, probably put Scherzer had a cold, or, or uh, Kershaw put, just because of the lore now. Yeah, yeah, which is just sad because he's been doing it just as well for a lot longer than Scherzer has. Not that Scherzer's any schlub. So we're going to take a quick break. 
When we get back, we're going to talk about the ALCS. What's going on there and a very interesting, a very interesting narrative that's developing when we return. Second segment of the show, and of, of course, it is always brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. Alex, I don't know about you, but I know where I'm going to be at 5.30 p.m. later today. I'm going to be on the North Shore on Federal Street, right across the street from the Stargell statue. And my boy, Chris Carter, and I, we're going to be sipping down some lovely beer at Mike's Beer Bar. Be sure to tune in to the live show. And it's just a good time. Come down and join us. Wear your mask. Be safe. But when you get there, order some food from the North Shore Tavern. Order some beer. They've got over 80 on tap, 55 of them local. They've always got great deals going on there. It's a great time. I'll be there. Carter will be there. Alex hopefully will join us. If not, I mean, he's got, you know, seven different dates to blow off. But you know, once he yeah. once he lays or you know once he once he you know lays that hard news on all of his groupies, maybe he can make it down there as well. Uh, but that's that's who uh, this that's who sponsors this segment. Our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar, we appreciate their support as always. Yeah, and check them out on Facebook if you can't get down there. Yes, the, the streams are fun. Yeah, our, our, we go live at five thirty on Facebook and ask us some questions about baseball, football. Uh, I love when they ask us a question about hockey, like the look in Carter's eyes is like, please answer this. <laughs> and, um, uh, but yeah, basketball, we'll talk about that as well. Duquesne basketball or just NBA, whatever you want to talk about. And it doesn't even have to be about sports. People ask us about whatever food, music, movies, whatever. So Alex, second segment of the show. Now we talked about an NLCS storyline for the ALCS. The Houston Astros are two wins away Not from like really, really, really. I mean, we Not could like have, this. we could, I could be doing a solo show Monday mm-hmm. if we're being honest with each other. I, it could be bad. If the Houston coming back from 3 0 would be exactly what this year, like, entails. You predicted like, it. I, I, I know I unfortunately predicted it. I, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I know the 2004 Red Sox were the first team that were down 3-0 in a series. Baseball team, I should say. 3-0 in a series that forced a game six. I believe the Astros are the second team in the history of baseball to force a game six after being down 3-0. Not a good precedent. <laughs> it's been set so far. It's... It, to be blunt, they got their act together fast. Like they, Dusty managed a hell of a game in Game Five. Greinke will probably go Game Seven, and I, I I don't care if he's on short rest. It's just one of those. If they can find a way to pull off Game Six, you got to feel like man, they got Game Seven in a good spot. And Charlie didn't look that good in Game Two. If he's going again, yeah, I. And it's just, it's all the bad guys, too. I mean, Altuve is swinging a hot bat right now. I know he had a horrible game in the field the other night, but I mean, he's had multiple home runs this series. Correa with that walk off, I mean, it's it's literally like watching Darth Vader. It's just, or the Joker or whoever, whatever villain you can think of, 
and he's just running wild. Do you know who my personal go-to villain is? Who? Tom Brady. In this series, the Tampa Bay Rays were up 28-3. to Oh, and no. It's like, all right, well, this one's in the bag. Oh, just no. And they forget it, Tom Brady is Jason Voorhees. And the movie doesn't end until the credits are done. All right, the credits are done. Up until then, just keep pumping bullets at whatever. And Astros, yeah, I, I can't say yeah. that the Rays really just let them wriggle off the hook, but they, they haven't closed. Like, game five. I mean, they, if you told the Rays, the seven Rays fans that actually exist, if you told them you're going to be up 3-0 and in game four you have Glass now on the mound, I would think, hmm, we got a pretty good setup right here. I think we're going to be all right. But now, I mean, they have to win game six. Yeah. They have to. Because if they if they allow the Houston Astros to win three games in a row, I don't see how in the world they beat them in game seven. The Rays are the better team for all intents and purposes. But momentum means something in the game of baseball. When you're hitting with confidence, espe- yeah, especially for hitters, when you're hitting with confidence, it's a completely different game. You're seeing the ball better. And on the flip side, when you're batting in a scenario where, oh, my God, we got to get some runs. Like, we got to get some runs right now. It's different. It's yeah. different. The Baseball is such a mental game where if you allow this stuff, to, if it, it's, it's like the horror movie or whatever. Cut the damn head off. Don't mess around. Don't get cute. Don't leave Michael Myers in, in, in the building that's on fire. Like, put two in his chest and two more in his skull and chop it off. End this now. End it. And they better do it for game six tonight. They have to. I mean, the thing is, like, the Astros, the first couple, especially game two and three, they were hitting the ball hard. Like game three, there were some great catches by Redford, just great defense all around. Game, game three two. was the best defensive performance I've ever seen an outfield have. Yeah. Not probably. just not yeah. just Renfro. I mean, Kiermaier had him had a couple amazing plays too. I mean, that, that was a clinic. So yeah, the, I mean the Rays have been getting lucky. And maybe their lucks ran out. I don't like the sound of that. So it, it, especially since this is the team that knocked the Rays out last year. And and I would argue. This, that Rays team last year, obviously a lot of them are young. They're just aged up a year. That Rays team was – they were good enough to win a pennant. Like if you look at that team and you would have said that team won the pennant last year, I would have believed that. Like yeah. that was a really good squad. And this is the same squad. Some of them are a year older. And they're gonna get bullied by the Astros again. And it's a different Astros team too. This yeah. Astros team doesn't have Justin Verlander. I mean, that's a they don't have Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole, yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are two, those were the top two Cy Young vote getters last season, and they're both gone. And they're still getting bullied right now. It's bad. So, Alex, I'll ask you this question as we wrap up today. If Houston does do this, how do they get remembered? Do they still get the recognition? that the Boston Red Sox got because with the cheating, I get it. You don't want to remember it. And it's the extended postseason they shouldn't have been in. But this was a team did they have a winning record? No. No they exactly. were sub-500. This is a team that was sub five hundred that was thrown at 
every single game this year that lost their Cy Young pitcher to Tommy John. And they're going against the best team in the American League. They're down three games to none. And if they come back and complete this, this is more impressive than what the Boston Red Sox did. I'm sorry. It is. It's not more significant because of the curse of the Bambino and the Yankees-Red Sox rivalry. That's more impressive, or that's more important to the history of the game. But if the Houston Astros can come back in this series, it's the most impressive postseason series victory in the history of the sport. I'm sorry, it is. It's a team with a losing record taking down the top dog while down 3-0 without their best overall player, really. Yeah, I mean, that that's fair. It's, I, I can't argue with that, really. There is absolutely no joy to come from the Houston Astros winning any more ball games this year. There wasn't any joy for the Astros winning any ball game this year. Like, almost all of America was rooting against this team. So outside of, like, the pocket in Houston – and people who like Dusty Baker, no one was really. No is that Granky? And Granky, yeah, Granky's a national treasure. Just telling guys what's coming. Yeah, it's like yeah, go. nice take, nice take. Granky is a the man, but there's no joy to come from this. So yeah, it would be the more impressive comeback from three zero, but. I don't know. Maybe if it was the first one first team to do it and again we're, we're just writing off the the race to lose two games this weekend <laughs> but if if the Astros do come back if they were the first team to do it they would unfortunately have to be like in the record books but there would be going back to what I talked about I take a drink every time I say lore in this episode do that during the Mike's happy hour like it, it, there is no lore to be had from this series if if the Astros do come back or even if the Rays finish it off, I mean, they've already been to the World Series at this point. Like 12 years ago. 12 years, but I mean, it's, it's something. Ah, no, this this generation of Rays needs to make it. This is a completely different story. Generation. They weren't, huh? Yeah, generation. There we go. Nice pun. Thank you. Final thoughts, Alex. What happens this weekend? Give me a prediction for both teams. I'm going to say the the Barbs finish it in five. Um, Walker Bueller just doesn't have his best stuff. No, Bueller's not going. He's going game six. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it doesn't even get to Bueller. Like Barbs finish it off fast. Astros lose game six. I'm, I'll go with the race one in game six. See, I'll, I'll just because I I spoke this into existence with the you know the Astros are coming back. So I'm gonna unspeak it into existence race finish it in six i'm gonna go uh i think the dodgers push it to six and then i think the braves finish them off um you know what no i think both of these series go to seven games i do i think both good. of these go to seven to watch. Games. um and i think the braves win it in seven and i think you know and, and it'll be a very big victory for atlanta because a blowing a three one would be tough for them um but i think it oh (laughs) i just ripped on them for 28 to 3 (laughs) yeah no i mean i mean just in general like atlanta the break before this year the braves hadn't won a post series or a postseason series in like a very long time their last time was julio franco was their starting first baseman and now he's like 89 years old he's probably like 84 
during that series, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say the Braves win it in seven, and I'm going to say the Astros do it. I just, it's just looking like the, the Rays are, they're in a standing eight right now. They're, they're, the lights are on, but no one's home. This is not good. I've seen this movie before. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms. Hit that subscribe all button if you haven't already. Leave a comment on the podcast platform for which you listen to us or on our website. We appreciate your feedback. We appreciate your support. And we'll appreciate you hitting that play button on Monday. That's when we'll see you next. We'll talk to you then.